1: Podcast today, I have a real winner on the show, Diane Forster. She's an award winning inventor, best selling author, TEDx speaker. She's the best selling author of I Have Today Find Your Passion, Purpose, and Smile, finally, and also Reach Your Greatness. Top thought leaders share their secrets for living an extraordinary life. She also has her live TV show along with her podcast called I Have Today with Diane Forster. So much more. We'll put the full bio in the show notes. Welcome to the show, Diane.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Al. So happy to be
1: here. So I, I love what you say, and you're, you know, you're, you're a manifestation mentor, a mindset manifestation mentor, and I think you know uh, that's a perfect way to describe you. Let's talk first about how you even got into this game. Let's talk about the origins of you know, now you are writing and helping people in this arena.
2: Okay. Well, I'll tell you my story, and I'll tell it in like three legs because they'll all tie in together. So my background was in advertising and television sales. I spent eight years working in the ad business in LA before moving to Chicago to get married and I switched to television sales and I spent those last 20 years in that industry working for ABC, Disney ABC. And so that was my corporate background. I thought I would always be a corporate girl. It's not that I ever thought about doing anything differently. But while I was working in that industry, I was married, living in the suburbs of Chicago, raising my twins, and I loved to cook and bake and entertain, loved that part of my life. And I came up with an idea for a kitchen product that came from a frustration in the kitchen one day. I was making deviled eggs on Easter Sunday, and uh, I'm very persnickety. My sisters call me Dianal. (laughs) Everything has to be (laughs) perfect. And, um, I went to put on that final last touch of paprika on them before dashing out the door and the too much spice came out of the container and shut all over my dish and ruined it in one second. And I immediately in my mind could see this product and I thought, oh gosh, if there was just a sifting spoon that had a long handle and a little teeny sifting bowl and a tapping edge that I could just put in the spice container and then tap the spice exactly where I wanted, wouldn't that be so cool? So the next day, being as anal as I am, you know, I set out on this quest to find this thing, and I couldn't find anything like it. And so this voice whispered in my ear, Diane, you you need to create this. So I'm out to dinner with friends a couple weeks later, and I said, hey, I came up with this idea for a kitchen product. Do you know anyone in that industry who I could talk to? And they did. They made the introduction, and he became my mentor. And desperately tried me to talk me out of doing it. He said, this is not easy. This is so hard. This is such a massive undertaking. Like, you seem like a really nice lady. Like, do you really want to do this? And my mantra was, you know what? I just want to see where it goes. So I started this process, and I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just learning as I was going along and putting one foot in front of the other. And where it led me was to winning an Innovation Award at the International Houseware Show in Chicago. That led to a QVC appearance where we sold out in six minutes. So this idea of my mind took it from concept all the way to QVC, and it opened my eyes to entrepreneurship, which was something that I never even considered. So those are the two legs of the story. The third leg, which is the creation of I Have Today, was my personal journey. And so I, you know, I was married for 20 years to a man who we loved each other, but we were not in love with each other and we struggled in that marriage for over two decades. And in and out of therapy and it just, I just kept hoping that it would get better. And then life events occurred, my mom got sick and ultimately died of cancer, I got pregnant with the twins a month later after dealing with so much infertility and then had a pregnancy where I was having two babies and the kids came along and life became all about the kids. And so I just kept pushing, pushing it back, pushing it back, you know, putting my needs as a woman and on the back burner and struggled in it for so long. And I didn't tell anyone about it. That's the key. I kept this secret because the packaging of my life looked so good. So to the outside world, I had And so I was thinking, you know, what's wrong with me? And um, so you can't go on like that indefinitely. It ultimately led to uh, a breaking point where I attempted suicide one day in June of 2011. It was a regular Saturday afternoon. We were running around with the kids to and from sporting events. And we ended up going to some friends for a barbecue. And there were a bunch of families there. And Everyone's playing and having a great time, and when we got in the car to go home, the fighting started, and when I got in the house, I went upstairs in the bathroom, and I locked the door, and I had two full bottles of prescription pain pills sitting in a drawer from a surgery I had the year before to remove part of my colon because the stress of my life was literally eating away at me, and my mom died of colon cancer, so I was literally heading down that path. But I was, I was ready, ready to check out, and I had them in my hands. And the same voice that told me to create the spifter, I karate chapped my arm, the pills flew to the floor, and the voice screamed, you are not ending your life this way, Diane. You need to go get help so that you can tell your story and you can help others. And I just threw my hands in the air, and I said, well, you need to show me the way because I, 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 don't, I don't know how to do this. And so I cleaned up the mess, dried my tears, went out and kissed my kids goodnight. And the next day I called a therapist and said, I need help. I am changing my life. And so that started the journey of me, you know, healing and honestly, El, learning to fall in love with myself because that is what was missing all along. I didn't love myself. I didn't value myself. I, you know, I, I had all of these feelings of, of self-doubt and, low self-esteem. And so I started to heal in this really powerful way. And it took another six months to get out of that relationship. And there was betrayal on his part. A lot of other things um, got uncovered, but they actually really empowered me. So I, I kiss him, I bless him. And then in, after a couple of months of me being separated, you know, I had a Brief pity party for myself, you know, why me? Why this? And um, and I woke up one day and was guided to do an I forgive you chant. Now I had started my meditation practice and my journaling practice, you know, I was awakening, it was happening. So I'm very intuitive. And that that intuition and my ability to hear it was really getting turned up. So when I got that guidance and that call, I sat down on the couch and I did it. And so I chanted, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you for 20 straight minutes. Tears were streaming down my face. I was forgiving me. I was forgiving him. I was forgiving everyone of everything in my entire life. So cathartic. It was so powerful. And when I stood up from that meditation, that chant, I went, oh my God, I did this. I did this. Nobody did this to me. I'm the one responsible for the condition of my life. I owned it all. I said, I didn't set healthy boundaries. I was an enabler. I, I put my needs to the side. And I didn't I didn't honor myself and love myself enough to pursue the things that I really wanted in my life. And I said, that's it. That's enough. I am declaring right now that I want an extraordinary life and I'm gonna do everything I can to get it. And so Um, about a year into that, now my kids are still in high school, we're splitting custody, but I was really delving into my spiritual awakening and personal development and self-help. Started developing all these processes and I was writing like crazy. I just, poems, stories, I was creating other products. I just, just so much was literally being downloaded to me. And I woke up one morning, two years after the bathroom moment, in August of 2013, with a poem in my head called, I Have Today. And when I finished writing it, I looked down at it and I said, this is way more than a poem. This is a movement. I'm supposed to help other women who don't know their self-worth discover their true divinity, power, and purpose. Because if I was living in what I called a ho-hum hell, how many other women are living like this? And so I got the order. I I could see it. Like I could, like I could see the spifter in my mind when I created it. I could see I have today productions and I, I, I just got a sense of it. I saw TV and radio and podcasting and publishing and live events and workshops. I just, it just all came in. So I started noodling with it thinking, Oh, I want to write a book and Oh, I want to speak. Oh, I want to coach. And so all that was happening while my kids were still in high school and I'm still working at ABC. So when they graduated, they graduated in May of 2015. I made a bold decision. I said, I'm, I'm reinventing my life. I'm walking away. So their last day of high school was my last day at ABC. And I walked away. I sold my house and everything in it. Big, huge five-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath hat, like everything. I sold everything. I got them off to college And I moved from Chicago to San Diego with that same mantra of "I just want to see where this goes." And so, just recently, had my five-year anniversary, and it's been extraordinary in so many ways. And you know, there's been highs and lows, and bumps, and so many things along the way, but it's really living my life on purpose with passion, like my book says. Very intentionally, and I help other women reinvent their lives and help them through, um, you know, mindset work first. And so that's what got me here—to being able to step over that line of fear to faith and trust that the universe has some something way bigger in mind for me than I could ever have imagined for myself. So
1: amazing! I got got goosebumps a few times in there. Uh, I want to highlight a couple things that were brought up. Um, there. Let's start with Keeping Up Appearances. It's a really hilarious BBC television show from back in the day. And if anyone doesn't know that show, the whole basis is that this woman who's another woman who's got a family. Her name's hyacinth bucket, but you know, the appearances start with her pronouncing her last name Bouquet, like everything is about it. And of course, throughout the sitcom episode, any appearances she try to keep up, they always crumble, right? Because they're fake, because they're not authentic, right? So let's start there a little bit with, um, with keeping up appearances, because this is a tough thing for a lot of people. You are identified to the story, the projection of that story out into the world and what it looked like. This is all ego and all what you think people think of you. It's not though, and and often those people are very unhappy. And keeping up appearances is exhausting, as you as you know. So, can you just touch on that? I'm sure you've spoken with many people and coached people who are are going through that divide in their head because of this image, this appearance.
2: Yeah, well, a lot of that is programming. You know, everything that we everything that we are is somebody else's thought, belief, or idea that got anchored into us. And so that keeping up appearances is something that we just inherited and it's all around us. And I mean, look at social media. I mean, social media is all about keeping up appearances. Um, There's something so freeing for the person and, and gifting to the others that receive the honest, raw, authentic version of you because we are all suffering in some way, struggling in some way. And we are, I call us, you know, we're works of art, but we're works of progress at the same exact time. Nobody has all that stuff together. Nobody does. I don't care who it is that we don't. And so when you show your your when you're honest and you're vulnerable, that, that, opens up the opportunity for a much deeper connection with whomever you're talking to and your audience, everybody gets a free pass to do the same thing because it is exhausting. And I I know plenty of, you know, I know a lot of people who do it, but plenty of people who, who do it to such a high degree that I know how miserable they are. And I can pretty much tell within two to three minutes of talking to somebody where they're struggling. I can just tell it in their language and the way they're carrying themselves. And, and not that they're fake because they're really just doing the best they can. That's the that's what they believe is the way they have to be. Um, but I can see right, right through it and go, uh, she's really lonely or she's really unhappy or, you know, she's struggling in this area. And so, and many times, I mean, L. many times it shows up on them physically. Like you could, you could just tell, you yes. know, whether they're overweight or they've got issues, whatever, whatever it is, but it is exhausting and people would much rather you, them know you and I'm in an open book. Like I wrote about it in the book. I just shared this story. Like I went through some major stuff in my life as we all do. And isn't that reassuring to know because if you look at my website or you, you know, or you, you, anybody, if you look at it, it looks, oh my God, they're there and I'm, I'm here and I can never get there. And that's, that's not true at all. Just be your authentic self because that's what people really appreciate anyway. Yeah.
1: It's like we talked about when I was on your show too, like authenticity reigns supreme and it does give people permission. And it is a, a level of connection. And, um, I also do want to touch on the forgiveness part, really beautiful where you did the mantra and, you know, you kept saying it for 20 minutes. And, and like I told you, it's a tough well, Cause when I had issues with vulnerability, it's a tough day when you have to look at yourself and go, I did this. Uh, I can't point the finger. Right. I stayed in that. I allowed that behavior. I, we want to just keep going back and pointing the finger. So important for us to just own this because that is a part of the, the mindset part that you do too, as well as manifestation, right? You know, in order to even manifest and do things, you have to realize that you can create your own reality. So I'd love you to touch a little bit more on that.
2: Okay, well, forgiveness is huge. I have a, a three levels of forgiveness in my book and two of the three levels are forgiveness of self. You start with forgiveness of self. Then you forgive the other person, experience, event. You don't even need to do it in person. Just forgive them so that you release that chokehold that it has on you. And then you go back to forgiveness of self because it does rear its ugly head. Like you just like you go back and you remember that. And even if you think, "Oh God, I'm," pa- I thought I was past this. I thought I was through this. I thought I processed this, and it comes up again. Just forgive yourself and and let that go. Now forgiveness does. Um, so many things one of the one of the key things that you must forgive yourself for is anything that you perceive in your past as being a mistake or a failure because I don't believe in them I don't even use those words. everything is a lesson along the way and sometimes you have to learn the lesson multiple times it's like trying to do an algebra you know, equation and you're not getting it and you're not getting it and you're getting it wrong and you're getting it wrong. And then oops, one day it just clicks. Sometimes we need the lessons multiple times and that's okay. It doesn't make you stupid or weird or any of that. It, it just makes you human. And I say that we already know everything that we need to know. We actually are equipped with all the knowledge in the world, in this universe. We have, there's no separation. Everything is connected. And so we literally have access to everything. But there is this uh, maturation and gestation period of catching up to the knowing. So forgive yourself for anything you've ever done in the past. You know, eat. let's just call it, let's just say, say that. And then what it does is we trap emotions you know negative emotions get anchored in our body and they manifest into disease because it's my belief there is no disease dis, it's dis-ease of the mind that can cause these other things to happen and and it's it's not intentional it's not uh, something that you're doing wrong. It's just negative emotion does get trapped. And one of the ways to alleviate some of that trapped negative emotion, wherever it lives in you, is to practice forgiveness and let it go, you know, and breathe through that. And I, I just believe, and I don't, honestly, I don't care what other people think about what I think. I don't say that in a negative way. I care deeply about everyone in the world. I just don't care what anybody thinks about me. So I believe deeply that everyone, everyone, no matter who it is, is truly doing the best they can from where they are. That's their thinking. Maybe it's broken. Maybe it's altered. But they are showing up in the world, their best version of themselves at any given time. And, you know, you've seen, you've seen moms, you know, forgive, you know, murderers of their children before. Like, what a what an amazing gift that is, because what is that, what is that anger going to do to her, you know, and the memory of that child? So there, there's so many benefits to forgiveness. It's incredibly, incredibly freeing, you know?
1: I think there was a great, I forget the exact quote, gosh, I think I heard it first from Wayne Dyer, something about, it's a, I forget who's, I apologize, I don't know who quoted this as a famous author said something like forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds when it's stepped on, right? You know, like if you step on releases, right. I love that. I also want to highlight too this other um, thing you, you, you kind of went through, you took the, like, let me just see where it goes, despite what all the realistic statistics on your invention were. And you were like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it, which was a great like risk. And then probably from there, you were like, okay, I think I can step into the unknown more because when I've stepped into the unknown just now, that kind of worked out. Um, wow, the unknown is scary because it's uncertain. But I, you know, and as I talked to you on your show about my belief is when you do a pro, you move like that and you're taking a risk into the unknown, the best gifts come from the unknown. They always have for me. And I think to people, again, they're, they're too attached to a career or a level of safety, yet something is you know, pegging inside of them to compelled to do something else, and this is where the reinvention comes in. And you know, Lee Hay started her life at sixty, right in Hay House. Uh, you know, even Mark Sisson, the owner of this podcast, really didn't start to make money and get going until he was in his late forties. And you know, now he's sitting pretty with a you know multi million dollar company. So um, it's just it's just t- touch a little bit more on that because I know you've seen it too in the people you've coached. It's a, it's a hard thing to get beyond. And and I would say that one of my my thoughts on it is. Well, you—if you don't do that thing or you don't try that thing, you're just back to where you already are, where you started. <laughs> like, some, right. you know what I mean?
2: Right. Oh gosh, I have so much to say about this. So we've grown. You know, I study a lot of the conscious, subconscious, and where mm-hmm. limiting beliefs get anchored, and all of that. And so we've grown up with this programming that life is supposed to look this certain way. And so, you know, you go to school, you go to college, you get a good job, you get married, you have a family, you know, this, this is all programming that's uh, put in us. And what um, I observe and notice in my own life and many others is that you um, reach a certain point where you feel like, I'm not as happy as I thought I would be at this point. I'm not as far along as I thought I might be at this point, or I thought I wanted these things. Turns out that I don't. That's part of your awakening too. And Dr. Joe Dispenza says, you know, at 35, you like your personality set, you know, but you also start to rethink things and things start to happen. So I love that, um, Marcus 40 and Louise was 50 when she started her movement and 60 when she started Hay House and, and, there's so much awakening right now. Like, this is truly such a great age to have this all happen. But the subconscious's job, in addition to collecting data and holding on to everything, is to keep you small, to keep you safe, to be right, and to keep you in fear. And so, the fear of the unknown is terrifying for people because that's the programming that they have. However, when you're able to to really kind of live like an animal or like a child does, the child wakes up every day, gets out of bed, and has no agenda. They just do the next fun thing and the next fun thing and the next fun thing. And they're open to all the miracles and the joy and the fun in life in that because they don't have any attachment to Oh my god, I gotta do this, and oh I gotta pay the bills, and oh I you know, my, my schedule is so booked, or what if I don't have that paycheck? You know, how how am I gonna survive, or any of those limiting beliefs that are so anchored in us. And I am, I'm like you, the miracles and the magic that happen in your life when you say yes. When you say yes, when you move in your life from your heart, which I believe in in three minds head, heart, gut. The heart is truly the first mind. There's scientific proof about it now. I mean, there, there's thinking capacity in the heart. You move with it. The second it feels good in the heart area, go. Take action because the universe loves speed and quick decisions and action and movement. If you wait at just a few moments, you're like uh, Mel Robbins does with the five-second rule, you know, 5, 4, three, two, one. If you wait a few seconds your head is going to kick in and it's going to talk you out of it. You're going to go through all the list of the reasons why you shouldn't be doing those things. And the fear kicks in. So if people really understood that that's what's happening and they made more decisions from a heart centered place, what felt good here and what excited them, then there'd be a lot more movement and happiness in their lives. There's And there's, as you know, I mean, especially, you know, it just continues. <clears throat> Excuse me, to get worse and worse. You know, the 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 suicides are increasing, <clears throat> the depression is increasing, alcoholism is increasing. You know, metabolic
1: dysfunction, in- diabetes, lots of things that are also contributing to people's health and state of minds, and et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You and know, I, I want to highlight. I want highlight the the children here for a minute on this. Uh, Because they really do have the I have today mindset. Children are also some of the best improvisers because they can actually stay in the moment. They're not judging themselves and they're not thinking ahead to try to plan anything. They literally are playing the game better than adults who are in their head. And you can always see when you watch an improv show because it always fails when someone you can see their their wheels are turning and they're trying to plan for the next thing. And it often always fails. I, I love that. And and you know what? It's also the thing, isn't it, that when people go on vacation, for example, let's say, you know, you go to a cabin on a lake somewhere and you're really kind of out of touch, you put your phone down. One of the things I love in those moments is I love that, like, it reminds me of being at camp where you you have that day and that's all you're thinking about. That's all you're thinking about. You're not even like going to bed, dreaming about that. You're just dreaming about maybe the next morning. You're not dreaming and thinking about five years ahead, two months ahead, all of the stuff projected in the future. And I think that's why people love that so much because it gives them a little bit of that sense of what we're trying to teach people, right? If that makes sense to you.
2: Yes, it makes perfect sense. That's exactly what's going on. So live your life like a child. You know, don't, you know, don't let go of that or reconnect with that. And understand that you all we have is today. You know, we truly, this is all we have is now, this moment, you and me right here. You know, there's nothing else that matters but this amazing conversation that we're having right now. And if if more people would really connect to that and, um, oh gosh, I mean, I, I have so much that I could say about this. I focus a lot on language, you know, the amount... The words that we don't need to have in our vocabulary and and how I discovered that for myself in that process. And so I don't say worry, fear, doubt, uh, anxiety, stress, busy, you know, words like that are so disempowering. So what if you flip those around and, and use more empowered words instead? What if you're going through a really challenging time or, you know, there's things going on And you lived in anticipation of how things were going to turn out or unfold. You know, if it's a job interview, you know, you went on the job interview, like instead of worrying that you're going to get the job, like, why don't you wonder, like, oh, I wonder how this is going to turn out. Because again, I don't believe in mistakes. If you're applying for a job and you don't get that job, that wasn't your job. There's something better waiting for you. So to have that sort of attitude in life, because the way the, the universe works, I mean, Law of attraction is always on. It's like law of gravity. You, you know, if I drop my pen here, it hit the table immediately. That's the way it is. And the more you live open in gratitude and appreciation and love and pure joy, the universe just brings you more and more and more of it. I, I believe that it, the universe only has one word and one emotion, and the word is yes. It's like whatever you're thinking about, yes, you're going to get it. You're going to get it, and love. It, your wish is my command. I'm here for you. I'm I'm here to serve you in every way, and so people need to really understand they are truly the power. It's not outside of them. It's all within them.
1: Yeah, that's 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 so great. I, and again, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about because it's so inspired. My life, I've been on the other side like you, right? And then had and then was like, oh my gosh, ah, uh, no, woulda, coulda, shoulda's, but man, I wish I knew this when <laughs> I like I was right out of college. I wish I knew this stuff. Um, Let's talk, I mean, listen, with all the coaching and people you've worked with, I'm sure there's some astounding reinvention stories, but what are some that come to mind that, that, are, that, that truly seemingly were impossible, you know, and then they really reinvented their life in a well, possible
2: way? Um, one of the stories I love is this uh, woman named Genevieve, who's 35 years old. Most of my clients are in their 40s, 50s range, but uh, they're really between 35 and 65. But she came to me, we, we got connected on LinkedIn and it was divine. Absolutely. It was meant to be, it was one of those natural things. And she said, how did you know that I, I was seeking a coach? I said, well, I was, I was, I was called right to you. You know, I I don't believe in any accidents. And she told me what was going on in her life. And she was working at a, uh, she's a lawyer. She was working at a company where she was not being supported by her boss. They were really trying to force her out. She was being told uh, that she would, you know, to her face, that everything was fine and great. And then he would turn around and backstab her. So she had very low self-confidence at the time. She was living in Orange County. Her family was in LA. She, you know, she wanted to change it. And so I got her, we went way deep and got crystal clear, very granular And said, uh, "Okay, exactly what you want." So we figured out the money that she wanted. She said one number. I said, "What's the what's the scale?" And she told me what the high scale was. And I said, "Well, that's what you want to manifest. I mean, that's what you're worth." And she wanted an environment at a startup instead of a a, you know an existing company that's been around for years. She wanted uh, team members around her and fabulous support. She wanted to move to Culver City. She wanted to be close to her family again and. Her whole life changed in less than 90 days. She got the exact dollar amount that we talked about. I even told her the day it was coming, I said, you're getting the offer, and it's coming in on this day. It was so tapped into her, and so she moved. She left that company with a massive payout. They gave her a massive payout to leave. She got the salary she wanted. She nearly doubled her, her income in 90 days moved to Culver City. She's near family. She loves her apartment. She loves the company. She's at a startup with an amazing team and amazing support. Check, 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 check everything off the list. It all just happened. So those, I mean, how, how rewarding is that for me to watch that happen? And I, multiple times uh, people found love. They, um, reinvented, invented brands. I've got a woman. I know you asked for one, but I, I want to just tell you this one story about this woman that I, was, I met at an event and she was telling me she's a speaker trainer. Um, but she had to hurry up and leave this event because it was around the holidays. Cause she had to go home and make a bunch of pies for family and friends. I said, really? And she said, yeah. And she said, I'm a really good pie maker. So at the holidays I get all these orders. And I said, well, do they pay you? And she said, well, they pay me for the ingredients And so the next day I saw her and we sat next to each other and I said, so tell me more about your pie business. And she said, I don't have a pie business. I said, but you could. And so that was December 5th on January 23rd, which is national pie day, by the way, she didn't know that. I did. We had already launched her. We named the company, designed the logo and built a pie of the month subscription club company for her in, in like seven weeks. So this is the thing that I tell people. You believe that change takes long. It doesn't take long. When you align with what you want and why you want it, I say the what and the why. Don't worry about the how. That's not your business. That's the universe's job. It will It will come to you. When your energy is there, you are a magnetic attractor for it. It can help but fall into your lap. So lots of stories. That's so
1: great. That, that reminds me of a time when, well, right before I was – in the throes of writing the Paleo Thyroid Solution. I had obviously like struggled, done it all myself, couldn't find any doctors that knew what they were talking about. So when the publisher was like, you know, it'd be really great if you found a doctor to be on this book with you. When I got out of that meeting, I remember driving and I thought to myself, I had the first, the negative thought was Sigh. I've spent years trying to find a doctor who' to talk about how the hell am I gonna find a doctor who knows about paleo and also knows about, and then I cut myself off and I go, how about it's gonna be easy. How about yeah. it's going to be easy? And within one week, I found the most perfect person in the world who is now my doctor and a friend, love him to death. I just, I, I, I recognize that because of the work we do. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to be, that you're completely immune to these things popping up, just to, to the sure. reality coming in there, telling you something, but you got to catch it and go, no, wait a minute. That goes against my law of attraction and mindset beliefs. It was amazing. In fact, when I called, I I, I interviewed like three or four doctors. It It was just clear that it was going to be Gary Forsman. But when I connected, I connected with his wife initially. And she said, that's so funny that you called us because we actually have Mark Sisson's primal blueprint posters in our medical office on the back of the door. And we recommend his book to everybody when we recommend the paleo diet. And, you know, Mark was the publisher of my book. So, but again, it was just oh, such a beauty. I I, I I, was so negative at that moment. Like, how the hell? This is impossible. This will never. And then I was like, no, it's going to be easy. How about it's going to be easy? And I just kind of declared that and it was. And so we all have to catch ourselves, coaches or not, understanding this stuff. It's going to come up. It's a constant practice. And you just have to be alert to that. You know, I I could tell. I I, I felt my vibration. I knew I wasn't all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that that kind of reminds me of that, just turning that around. And it was quick. It was
2: quick, man. You know? That's such a fabulous story. I love that. I love that. Yeah.
1: Tell us about, um, so, you know, especially, I think so many people should reinvent themselves because they really do want to. This is a, this past couple of years, um, particularly this, you know, this last year and everything that's gone on in the world uh, a lot of people are reconsidering their lives, uh, whether they lost a job due to the pandemic and, and need to find a new career or whether they this whole thing just upended their, Hey, life is short. And I, I want to do something about it now. What are some of the first steps that someone can take in or You know, what would you tell that person as to why they need to go down this path?
2: Well, right. are you know, the, life and times that we're in right now, um, I would say this is an opportunity for you to go inside, D- inside while you're inside, go inside, think about this and ask yourself some really deep, important questions. Cause people are not asking themselves enough questions and they're not asking the right questions. What is what, well, first of all, what makes me happy? What is the definition of happy and fulfilled to me? What is the definition of success to me? What is it that I really want? You know, you know, you can't, the, the universe likes specificity and most people suffer from lack of it. They, they there's a lot of ambiguity out there. So to get really specific about what you want and why you want it and what that looks like for you and think about what you've been doing. So when I described my existence, you know, I had a great job at ABC. Everyone thought, oh, my God, so glamorous. You oh, know, five cool. percent of that job is glamorous. The rest of it is it's hard work. Right. And that's just perception. And it was a great career for me. It absolutely was until it wasn't until I wasn't happy at it anymore. And I kept with it because well, I'm making a lot of money. It's you know I could do it with my eyes closed you know I'm well established you know all of those reasons for staying which so many people stay and I talked to so many women who like God I've been practicing law for thirty years and I'm done with it I said good this you it's your time to figure out what brings you you know joy and passion in your life so being able to ask yourself some deep questions like does this really make me happy if my life ended today. And this was all I had. Do I feel like I've lived, uh, you know, a complete life? Not maybe that I didn't get everything done, but am I all good with me and everyone and everything? And if I feel, and I say, and it's on my website, that if you are not waking up every day, jumping out of your bed, excited about the day in front of you, you are definitely missing your life. You should be excited when you get up and, and, you get to do what you do and if you're not excited by that then it's time to to reevaluate nothing wrong with it you know it's just those that old limiting belief in those patterns that well you know for me I could have stayed at, at Disney ABC for five more years and hit that you know first pension mark and I thought, no way. I can't imagine just starting this journey right now. Like how much, uh, how much has happened in my life, how different I am now. And the thing is, don't wait. You don't have to wait for a new year or Monday or, or any of those limiting beliefs. You ask yourself the question right here and now, am I truly happy? And if my life ended today, would I feel like I'm good with everything and everyone? And then what does that look like? Because happiness is different for every single person. That's why I have a hard time quantifying what I do because what I, you know, what I do. Some of my clients call me Dream Come True Maker, is because no two scenarios are alike. So what cr- creates happiness and joy for you is very different than what creates it for somebody else. Well it might
1: create it might create bad feelings for someone else, right? Absolutely opposite.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but you have to, you're the only one that can do this work. You're the only one. It's not a, it's not a quick fix. It's not in a pill. You know, you can read books and and get some support. That's definitely, definitely valuable, but you have to do the work yourself. A hundred percent.
1: You know, on that note. So, I mean, obviously you're an, you'd be incredible coach and, you know, hey, this is the time everybody, right? Like now or never like get on it. Um, getting, a co- I think, you know, one of the things I love about coaching in general, I mean, I'm sure you as a coach, you have coaches that you would call if you need to, we all, we all love coaching. We're all, you know, even <laughs> we, we know the value of it. That's why we have even our own coaches. And gosh, I would say that one of the best things I love about it is it really is just coaches find what's unique uh, to you and enable to encourage and uplift you. And what I love about it is that if you're out there and you're looking to reinvent yourself and and you're feeling stuck a little bit, don't do it by yourself, but don't do it with a friend or a family member. These are not the people to talk to. They have biased perspectives. They're often going to have limiting perspectives on what they think you can and can't do. Keep your... Keep your dreams maybe close to the vest and, and, and avoid sharing it with the negative naysayers out there and your sister Mary who never has a nice thing to say about any idea you have and all that kind of stuff and get yourself a coach who can guide you and inspire you through this um, yes. if, if if you're finding you're stuck on yourself because that is just so important, yeah.
2: Yeah, I I totally agree. You know, a, a good coach believes in you more than you believe in yourself right away. A good coach will meet you where you are and push you further along to that next step and, and guide you to step out of that comfort zone and get uncomfortable um, to be able to to do that. And you're right, family and friends love you and support you. But I learned this from from Greg Reed, you know, they're giving you opinion. They're not giving you counsel. If you want to change something in your life, don't go to somebody who hasn't done what you want to do. They're just giving you their limiting you know, their opinion from their limiting beliefs and their perspective and their experience. Go to someone who's done it and is doing it because that's who you want to get the guidance from because you will, you will, I call, you can either soar, you know, crawl or you can soar. So what's it going to be? So get the counsel that you need from a, a, a good coach who really has your back, you know, and says to you, when you say, I want this thing, uh, that's awesome. Let me help you make that happen. No judgment. No, you know, no question about it. All right. Let's do it. Okay.
1: Let's talk, yeah. Let's talk about where, you know, one of the things that comes up often in coaching for me is the person has an idea about something, but they are too busy focused on the how, right? We all know the cursed hows of law of attraction and they can't see, they're already shoot. Like, let's say you have an idea for a book. They're already going to the end on whether it's going to sell or how do they sell it? Oh my God, that's all logistics. You and I know that it has nothing to do with it. It's like, get it out. That's why a coach is great to kind of guide you through getting the thing done that you want without worrying about the hows. Once it's sort of completed, like a book, a project or a product or something, then you can move forward and kind of do some forward steps. But only in taking that first step is the universe going to unfold the steps in front of you, right? And so please touch on the cursed house while it's important to be clear we have to be open to wavering change being you know adapting to a different direction because that's happened many times in my life where I was like i identified with this i thought it was this but i'm feeling this now and i'm not going to let my ego keep me over here i'm going to go this way despite right. appearances or anything else so let's uh, anything you can
2: highlight in that uh, arena would be great sure um, it never looks like how you think it looks like in your mind never and when you're willing to do what you just described and pivot and I know my screen's a little dark here. Sorry. Oh, there we go. Um, it's, it, it's way better. It's way better. And, um, you're you've got to ask your why, why are you doing this in the first place? Is it to, you know, make money? Is it, you know, what is the purpose of this? Let's just use a book for example, you know, and, and, and go into that, like you said, you know, pull it back. Like, what, what is this for? What is the purpose of this? Well, I have a story to share, and I want to I want to help other people. Okay, so what is the outcome going to be for that person who's reading this book on the other side? You know, don't think about the money and the, the fame and the fortune, all that stuff. What is the outcome you're delivering for that person who's reading it? And use that as your inspiration to start the project and allow like you said allow it to ebb and flow you know there's no straight point a to point b the the road weaves and turns and ebbs and flows there's construction there's detours there's always you will get there but it won't be this straight path from a to b and it's and it's being able to stay stay with it even though i don't know if you're a fan of abraham hicks but um, oh,
1: love, but I'm actually more of a fan of the original source material, Seth, the Seth books. Are you yes, familiar? Okay. Yeah. The Seth well, books are like my version of my Bible. Literally. I think I've read them over and over. I've taken like three Seth courses. Yeah. So, but I, but I do love Abraham. But I'm,
2: okay. yeah, Seth is really well, the analogy I'll use is that the one, you know, when they drive, you know, would drive from Phoenix to San Diego and halfway in between is Yuma and there's nothing out there, you know? They didn't turn around and say, "Oh, well, we're not there yet." You know, let's go back because they're they're in you know in the desert and there's nothing there. And you know, are they going to get there? Sure, they're going to get there. You're going to get there too. So to be able to um, just trust the process and keep going with it, whichever direction it takes. And I'm a big yes person. Like, say yes. A, 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 an opportunity shows up, say yes. You know. You know, be open to that. Don't close yourself off. There's a reason. Now, you got to be smart, too. But there's a reason why these these people and experiences are coming into your life. There's a reason why you keep seeing something or hearing something over and over again. You know, you hear something two or three times. That is the universe screaming at you. Hey, look over here. You know, to make that phone call or read that book or make that, you know, connection. And so... Um, but, but back to your original question, just pull it back to the, why am I really doing this anyway? I mean, what's this for? Um, I find that to be really helpful to get away from, um, you know, focusing on that. I've got one, one of my clients right now, she wrote a beautiful book and she's a breast cancer survivor and her story is just so eloquently written and, um, she's got humor in it and, and, and lightness in it and, and exercises and encouragement and now she's in the marketing stage of it which is so fun to be on this journey with her and and how that's unfolding but she started with her story first you know always yeah yeah
1: so uh as we sort of wrap up here in the next 10 minutes or so uh let's talk about your first let's talk about your live tv show Because that's really fun. How fun is it to go live and do a TV show? You've got a little great set, and you know, I love it. I've been on it. It was a lot of fun. You interview a lot of great people. Tell us about it.
2: I'd love to talk about it. All right. So, the name of the show is I Have Today with Diane Forster, and it's to inspire, educate, and empower you through life's transitions. And I bring on amazing guests like you who are experts, authors, CEOs, influencers, people who've gone through their own transitions in life and have come out on the other side and they share their expertise with with um, me and the audience and there's a lot of teaching moments in it I do a mentor me minute segment where I take um, uh, coaching calls live on air and I do a mantra meditation at the end which allows us to anchor in everything that we've talked about so you leave the show feeling more inspired and empowered at the end of it than you do at the beginning of it but there's all oh, it's it's very intentional, obviously. For that, I'm giving practical information and tips and tools and strategies that you can implement in your life today to start living more intentionally today and create that awareness, create that self love. How are you showing up? I call it um, showing up in your life. How are you bringing it um, in your life every day? And so. I just love doing it. I've been doing, I've been doing the show for, um, two and a half years. We switched it over to live on E360 TV and all the other streaming platforms that it's on in June. And I just found out it's ranked number four in the network. So I'm very congratulations! very Thanks. That's great. Yeah. And,
1: and then aside, so by the way, everyone will put everything to link with Diane in the show notes, but it's Diane Forster, F-O-R-S-T-E-R.com. Um, Tell us how we can work with you and benefit from you and your coaching, whether it be one-on-one or other things you have available for us out there who might be listening and go, gosh, I really need her help.
2: Oh, gosh. Well, um, if you go to my website, dianneforster.com, go to the coaching page, and I will do a free session with you, a complimentary session, which is super valuable, and create that little roadblock for you. So um, that's one way you can do it. You can also, I have a free gift if that's okay. Um, I've got um, eight powerful affirmations for health, wealth, and well-being. And I cover the eight key areas of your life. One solid, strong, very intentional, every word matters, manifestation for the eight key areas of your life. And that's at eight, the number eight, affirmations.com. And then if you want to follow me on social, I'm at Diane Forster Official. And I have today with Diane Forster.
1: Thank you. So, First of all, thank you so much for sharing your story with the world. And thank you for being so brave as a human being to come out there and do what you do so that you can teach other people that um, there's a lot more benefit to not staying in what sucks just out of fear and some sort of false sense of security. And that we can all reinvent ourselves. And I know a lot of people want to right now. So this is the perfect time to get a hold of Diane, visit her website, watch her podcast and her show. And uh, thank you again. Any lasting uh, impressions or words you'd like to leave with our audience?
2: Mm, Thank you so much for that. Yeah, get out of ho-hum hell. Like start living your life today. Be intentional with it and and be brave. There's so much support out there and you are so worth it. So, so, so worth it. So thank you.
1: Thank you so much. And everyone else, we will see you next week.
0: When it comes to ingredients, Primal Kitchen has done the impossible with no added sugars, gluten, soy, dairy, canola oil, or artificial ingredients in their line of pasta sauces. No dairy, no problem. No-dairy vodka sauce, no-dairy Alfredo, and no-dairy garlic Alfredo sauces are decadent, keto-certified, and plant-based sauces made with avocado oil and creamy cashew butter. Pantry staples like tomato basil and roasted garlic marinaras get an upgrade with organic California-grown tomatoes, avocado oil, and no added sugar. Try Whole30-approved favorites like Spicy Arrabbiata, or veggie-forward, no-dairy, pink Primavera sauces for your next Italian-inspired feast. Primal Blueprint listeners can take 20% off their pasta sauce pick with the code Blueprint at checkout.